Hey guys, and welcome back to Culture Plus Kingdom and Entrepreneurship Podcast. I am your host, Tamira. I'm excited to announce our podcast can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, and Radio Republic. Also, definitely you can hear the podcast on this platform, which is Anchor. So, we're about to listen to the rest of my interview with Miss Antoinette Davis, author Miss Antoinette Davis. This is episode three, the final part of the interview. We're talking about the importance of building a team, valuing the people around you that help you create your vision, giving value to their craft and their time. So let's get into the episode. When people look you as a retailer, people are going to look for you to close your business. I knew she wasn't going to make it. Mm-hmm. But they did nothing to help you succeed. Right. And I would say, don't close it. Even when times get hard, you got to pray your way through it. Yes. Because I'm... it can be one store. Mm-hmm. It can be two stores. You can open up a third store. Every person, I look at Candy on the Housewives of Atlanta. She's like... You know, she's doing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can do the things that she do, mm-hmm. but I know I can do some things. Right. And you can find people that will motivate you, and it will, we see the outcome, mm-hmm. but we don't see, the you know, that back closet, how it took, what right. it took for them to get there. The process, yeah. Right, the process. And so, you know, People are not going to look at your process. And I, 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 I hope and pray, it is my prayer, that you go from one boutique to as many as God wants you to have, that you are limitless. You have no limit, that you're not just in Baltimore with a boutique, that you can go to D.C. and have a boutique. You can be in Virginia and have a boutique. You want a boutique in North Carolina? I am. I have retail. Matter of fact, you want to hire me? I have retail in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I can find a, a store down here. You can open up a boutique down here. And um, I can manage it if you need, if need be. Right. So, <laughs> like, I just so, throw that out there. Um, I hope you are limitless and just, you know, to you and to any other entrepreneur, don't let money be the reason why you're not in business. Mm. Do not let money be the reason why you're not in business. Please don't. Right. Because you you have to let faith be the reason Mm -hmm. you're in business. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to fall short on money. Right. Right. never fall short on faith. It mm. may seem times that you feel like, you know, I'm depressed. That's the enemy. That's his job, to kill, steal, and destroy. Yes. But let me tell you, you know, with all that he comes to kill, steal, and destroy, you can't stop there. Because mm-hmm. if you stop there, you will miss what the rest of us said, but I am the good shepherd. I will never leave you. And if you can just get to that part, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to come and steal, kill, and destroy. That's his job, 365 days a week. That is the enemy's job. Right. But it's God's job when he says, I am the good shepherd. I will never leave you. He's the one that never sleeps or slumber. God knows I could go into a full prayer. (laughs) (laughs) To know that, you know that it's not finances. And people will make you believe, oh my God, how I'm going to pay the rent on this, um, 
you know, on this boutique or on this store or mm-hmm. on this. How am I going to do your faith? God is going to bring people. He's going to be, because he, he gave it to you. Right. And what he gives you, he's not going to let someone take it if you can stay faithful. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, a few things. And let me tell you that keeps me mindful. I have put a mustard seed in my hand. It's so small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's that's like all the we smallest. Need. And if this is all you require of me, God, mm-hmm. is to have a mustard seed of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I can give you a mustard seed of faith. Right. But if you let the enemy come in and give you a, um, a baseball size of doubt, you're going to forget about your mustard seed. Mm-hmm. You're going to forget all about it. But keep in mind that whenever you're on your journey, you hit those roadblocks. And if the enemy don't just send you roadblocks, God want to know, I want to know what you're going to do when you hit this. Every, every set up and setback is not from the enemy. I need to, I need to give you a testimony. Right. So when you're talking to me, Tamara, I hope I said your name right. Mm-hmm. You're my testimony. I had roadblocks. I can't always say they were from the enemy. But guess what? I had those roadblocks so I could be on this podcast to talk to you. I know that's right. And had I not had those roadblocks, I'd be here saying, we would have been hung up. (laughs) (laughs) But God needed to let me struggle. Right. And still have faith that, you know, I'm going to get through this. Mm -hmm. I would have never thought I would be in a, a recording studio I never thought walking into heaven 600 would open doors for me mm-hmm. that people will still be hearing me on the radio. I can tell you when I did my first interview on the radio, people were calling me. They said they were in their car. They were at a red light. Oh my God. Is that guy? Is that Antoinette? Oh my God. That's Antoinette. Girl, you on the radio. Guess what? They never bought my book, but they heard my voice. Right. Now, oh, I'm somebody. Why? Because I'm on the radio. <laughs> I paid to be on the radio. When you hear somebody on the radio, they paid. I learned that. And that's something I just learned today, but I but I do know about magazines. And I just learned that recently that people, you know, I know a lot of people that say, oh, I'm featured here, I'm featured there. And I just recently learned that they paid, you know, paid. they had that feature. I was in a magazine. And, um, but that's not what they tell you. You know, people don't think, you know, no one they, say, no, they think um, um, if you want to get an Oprah's magazine, guess what? You pay. Okay, she ain't running that magazine for nothing. Right. And when I wanted to be in a magazine for um, authors, mm-hmm. um, her name is um, Ella Curry. She's also my PR person that I pay to put me out there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I pay to, for her to do, send out um, hundreds of emails, mm-hmm. to send out Facebook posts, to send out to book clubs. Right. I pay. Right. It's not a little bit of money. I pay her. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Her and our friends, I have a home number. But I pay her. Right. She doesn't say, you know, it's like, I like the book. I'm going to give you this for free. You know, but she's yet to have a sale. Okay. <laughs> and when I do her, um, it's called Black Pearls Magazine. That's what it's called. Okay. When, um, when I do an interview with her, mm-hmm. she uh, features me in her book. I pay. I learned that. So people are paying to, for marketing. Right. Right. So if this is something that's going to be a part of your livelihood, 
don't be afraid. And yes, I understand that, you know, you ask God for this um, platform and he sent you a word. Mm-hmm. Make the best of it. And just because we make a living from something doesn't mean that God is saying, um, you know, it doesn't mean that what God gave you, you're not supposed to charge. And I'm going to use this for example, and people may not agree. You have pastors that don't work. It's all they do is pastoring. Then that's just that's a job. Mm-hmm. That's a, that is a job. It's mm-hmm. a pastor, but they don't have any other job. They their salary is just from the work they do in their congregation. They may go to another church. Let me say my pastor was Jamal Brown. Jamal Brown would go to other churches. And I found this out because I asked someone a question. Mm-hmm. Because the pastor was coming to, I'm a digress a man. Uh, a pastor was coming to Women's Day, and we had to buy a ticket. And then she was coming to the church. I said, I'm not buying a ticket to come to the church. And I was upset, mm-hmm. you know. And the lady said to me, she's charging us $2,500 to show up here. And um, to show up. Mm-hmm. Now, she's a pastor from another church. Her name was, uh, oh, I'm not going to say her name. But she was, <laughs> she was coming to Empowerment Temple to, um, for Women's Day. Mm-hmm. And she was charging $2,500. For what? She was charging whole pay, uh, Jamal Brown? The church? The church? The church oh. oh, I can believe that. Yeah, I can believe that. Right. So, I say that to, to say this. That's her gift, Pastor. Mm-hmm. But it comes with a price. Yeah. She put a, a price ticket on mm-hmm. Just as Jamal Bryant did when he went to other churches, as I was told. Mm-hmm. I love because, Jamal Bryant. Yeah, I was, I was, um, you know, I was a little perturbed mm-hmm. to find out I had to pay to get in the church $25. Let me tell you, they ended up giving me a free ticket. <laughs> <laughs> because I was so adamant. Mm-hmm. I, I called um, Jamal Bryant's, um, the, the office. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm saying that all that to say to you. I understand that you spoke to God and God spoke to you. Let me say that. Mm-hmm. And He put it on your heart to do this. And I'm going to say this to every entrepreneur. We do get signs. Um, and we do follow our passion. Mm-hmm. And we get it. Right. However, we can also make a living off of our passion. Mm-hmm. And we must not forget that. When giving, to when I give, um, if I go somewhere and I see someone, maybe standing in front of me in the supermarket, they don't have enough money to pay for their stuff. And I say, you know what, I'll go ahead and pay for it. No big deal. Mm-hmm. That's giving. Right. No, looking for nothing in return. Your passion and making money off of your passion is not a dirty word. Mm-hmm. And, and I learned that in the church. It's I, not a dirty word. Right, I agree. And and the only thing is like, um, because I was I was um you know talking to somebody else and they was, well. They sent me a message today about um, 
my Instagram and they were saying like um because I have an Instagram for the podcast and I have I just have my logo up there and um but I don't have you know a picture of me and so she's a business coach that I had worked with before um with my boutique and so she was just saying oh I like the direction that you're going into with this and she was like um I'm you know excited for you and she was just saying but I think that you should if you want to get into like um public speaking or you know speaking in different platforms um you should change your um change your profile pic to yourself and take it from your and take your logo off she said because you know you're the brand you're you're the person you're the most motivational speaker and she was like you need to change that and the only reason why she said motivational speaker is because when you do a business page on instagram they have different categories and that's the only one that fit you know like a podcast so and I never really thought about it like that you know I just thought like oh yeah I should definitely have a logo because I'm I have two brands now this will this is the second one and then I have you know the boutique so um I didn't think about it until after the fact you know I was like she's right like you know I am the brand you know so the podcast you know the, the logo is just the name of the podcast but I'm the brand you know I'm the person that's conducting the interviews that you know if I do get prior speaking engagements so you know, I agree, and I never thought about that until kind of like she said it. You know, a lot of times we don't, we, we can't see as far as, you know, our hand can go sometimes. We just think about that vision that, you know, God put in us or the vision that, that we think that he gave to us, and we don't think about, like, ahead. And I'm, you know, I'm guilty of that a lot of times. Sometimes I don't think far enough. You know, I just see what I can see in front of me. Right, and you, and you, um, but that's why you have people in your circle who um, sometimes can suggest things. Right. But um, keep in mind, your vision is your vision. Mm-hmm. And never limit what your vision is because you don't put limits on what God can do. Right. So you don't put limits on your vision. Mm-hmm. I came into this um, business believing that it's going to take me places. And I still believe that. Right. Um, I believe in my son's brand, and my son has taught me a lot since he, I learned from him, mm-hmm. you know, I said, there's a lot of beer um, products out there, he said, when you go <laughs> and buy a loaf of bread, I knew you was going to say that, oh my God, I knew you was going to say that, I was like, I know she about to say this metaphor about the bread, but go, Right. You have a voice, you know, you, you're marketing. So you, you 
you are a motivational speaker, you are a great speaker, and I believe that you are a wonderful businesswoman because you have an idea and you're not afraid to build a platform for it. Oh, thank you. You don't have fear, and that's a good thing. Fear is one of the things that keep us stagnated, and I would say that to entrepreneurs. You cannot be fearful of your passion. Right. There's nothing to scare you. What? That you're going to fail? Right. We're all going to Mm -hmm. have difficult times. Mm Mm-hmm. And we're all going to, if I had a book that no one, I mean, I go on Amazon, I said, oh, no one bought this book off of Amazon? Mm -hmm. Why? (laughs) (laughs) And I know the book is good. Right. I mean, I get a check from Amazon every single month. Mm -hmm. Somebody's buying something. Right. I I have all my books on Audible. Mm -hmm. And Amazon built that platform for us to have our books on Audible. And we have to do a 60-40 split. The wonderful thing about Audible is that they have narrators for you. Mm-hmm. Do you know what those narrators do? They tell their friends, I narrated this book. You should get it. Next thing I know, I'm getting fat checks from Amazon. <laughs> because the narrator told their friends, and they told their friends, oh, this is my buddy, and they narrated You should listen to it and hear how he narrated or hear how she narrated let me tell you something that I did that I thought I would never do. Mm-hmm. Ever. What? Um, I put out auditions to, for my book, Karma. Okay. So this white guy, he auditioned. I said, he got out of his mind. I'm going to see a black person on the front of that book. I will not hire him. Mm-hmm. You know what my mother said? My part of my team. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do you know that white voice is going to sell? You better let him do that book. I said, well, listen to it. Mm-hmm. Clearly, he's a white man in my black book where I reference prejudice. I reference how police officers are prejudiced. Mm-hmm. Driving while black. Mm-hmm. How can he deliver this? He's a white man. My mother said, let me hear it. So I played her aud- his audition for my mother. She said, let him have it. I called my cousin. I told her part of my team. Because mm-hmm. if I had my way, he would have never did it. So she said, let him do it. So what is a black man on the cover? Mm-hmm. And he has a white voice. He may be, let me tell you, karma, his his audible, took it up a notch. Five, as soon as it came out, they could have been his friends, I don't even care. It <laughs> <laughs> could people that I don't know. Right. People I don't know. Right. And so he did an excellent job. Mm-hmm. And so I I offered him to do karma too, and he's working on that now. I had I had auditions from African American men. Mm-hmm. They didn't get the audition back to me on time. One person told me I got school, I can't do it. I'm doing this, I'm doing that, and I was like, this cannot be real. That white guy did it and nailed it. Had I limited myself, right. And not had my team around me to say, let's give him a chance. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't get stuck in your own self. You right. And so, I would have never thought I would do something like that. Never. <laughs> <laughs> See? But I ventured out there, and that man has, um, he has gotten me sales. I don't 
I gotta go check out that. I gotta check that out. So, do you have to pay them, or do, or does Amazon pay them when they do that? Like a soundproof room, kind of like, kind of yeah. $350. 
So, am I up? I would say, yes, I am. Right. <laughs> my yes. venue cost me, see, my venue cost me $200, so mm-hmm. I'm at $550. My food cost me $150. That's all I paid for Walmart to build me all of that. Right. And, um, I had a podium where I spoke. People got a chance to um, ask me questions about the book. I invited book clubs. Mm-hmm. Book clubs come for free. And they get a book. Why? Because I need that book club. They're gonna um they're gonna pass that on. Right. Or I let the book club pay one one fee only. I've had it where they only pay a group fee. Mm-hmm. And they still got a book. That's marketing. That's building my brain. I had big tall um posters of myself. When you if, if I do an event state and I'm a vendor, uh-huh. you're gonna see my face. Right. You yeah, I like mm-hmm. other vendors because you see me. You know, you see my big old poster up there. And I've had people at vendors say, Where did you get that from? Just to print for forty five dollars. Yeah, it's all about the presentation. I'm sorry. I said, Yeah, it's all about the you know, the visuals, the presentation. Mm-hmm. I would be, I wouldn't get anywhere. Right. I South Carolina. I have a, a friend in South Carolina. Um, she's um, she sells coffee. She wants to do a book signing at a hotel. Mm-hmm. She's gonna have coffee there. I'm selling my books there, and we just gonna have a good old time. You know, I'm putting it out there that it's a book signing for um for a particular book, mm-hmm. and we sell tickets. Right. Right. People come. You have to. You have to have one heck of imagination. I agree. <laughs> Creativity, but but yeah, that's what it is. You're creative. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. All right. So the last question. Well, um. So purpose. Do you believe this is your purpose? Absolutely. Okay. And I can tell by what I write. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's about lies within a family, pushed under a rug, and it's about redemption. Mm-hmm. You know, I take a guy who came home from federal prison and became a pastor. Yeah, I read that book. It was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. A young lady who was on drugs, mm-hmm. strung completely out of her mind, and she changed her life around mm-hmm. with God. Right. Um, a young lady who thought she was so self-righteous, she had the answers to everything. How dare you do this, 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 and this. And she found herself in the same predicament that she was scolding somebody about. Mm-hmm. You just never know what your life is going to be before you point a finger at someone and say, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have, you did this, you did that. You don't know what God's going to send your way, or you don't know what you're going to create. Right. Therefore, so that's a, you know, the purpose was to, for people to see themselves in that book and see how, you know, how you can transform, how you can go from this to that. Um, the book, His Eyes Are On a Sparrow, is about a young lady who was molested. Mm-hmm. Um, and she saw, she, um, she saw her daughter being molested and she killed the guy who did it. And she went to prison. And this was back in 1972. They gave her 20 years to life. 
and her daughter end up hating her. Now you would think her daughter like, okay, my mother's you know protecting me, right? But her daughter didn't feel that way, and she was molested, and that's why she took those actions mm-hmm. because no one ever protected her. So she put in her mind from childhood: if anybody ever touched my child, I'm going to kill them. Right. Well, I can tell you that that's my story. I didn't go to jail, but that's my story. Mm. Wow. So, that's sold more copies than any book I have written to date. I have gone to book signs and had people come to me crying. Mm. I've had people that I know um, tell me, that's my story. I don't know what to do. You know, and do I need to talk to my child? I want my child to believe that I do love them and that I, I did try to protect them. Yeah. So that's my purpose. Right. Um, Karma is about a young man who, um, he had a, he had everything. Nice job. He was a principal at John E. Howard on um, North Avenue and Brookfield Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he had a nice new car. He was making six figures. And he did something that he should not have done. He killed someone. And so he fell from grace, literally. No longer a six-figure job. Working uh, for minimum wage on his way to prison Mm. for murder. Right. And it's about karma. You just don't, something just doesn't happen and you walk away from it. Mm -hmm. Karma has everyone's address. Right. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, the one that's out that just recently came out was The Key to My Pain. And it's about people, again, that's something that, you know, I can relate to. Mm-hmm. That's about people knowing what your pain is because you love them enough to share it. Mm-hmm. And then the first tiff y'all get into, they want to say, well, you're like this because this happened or... You know, this they bring up your pain. They right. hold you hostage in your pain. But you gave them the key. Mm-hmm. You can't trust everyone with your pain. You can't. Absolutely. And that key unlocks that door. And when you give someone that key, they open your door free willy-nilly when they get ready. Mm-hmm. And they go in and out, in and out when they get ready. And what does that mean? You're in and out of pain, in and out of pain, when at their expense. Right. And the book focuses on domestic violence. You know, how when you're, when you have children, you need to know that they're watching you. Mm-hmm. They're watching your every move. They are looking at you with innocent eyes. And you have the ability to bring them pain or you have the ability to show them how they can come out of pain. And in this book, the lady stayed in an abusive relationship and her children watched her be beaten. They watched their father uh, cheat on their mother. And they had, they suffered from depression and anxiety mm-hmm. all while functioning in life. So that book has a, a, it has a story. And the story is the, the uh, giving people keys to your pain, mm-hmm. getting out of domestic violence, and know that your children are watching you. I can't say that enough. And I say that as a child who watched my parents. And maybe they didn't think I was watching, right. but I was watching. And it made me, made me more mindful as a parent mm-hmm. that my children, everything is not for them to see. 
That's and true. We need to be cognizant of that. Right. So. Okay. That's my purpose to to enlighten people. Right. And and I think yeah, and I think a lot of people listening to this podcast, I think that they're going to get um, a lot of inspiration um, because you you definitely left like a lot of gems, a lot of facts, and I think you you know was honest and raw, and that's exactly what I wanted. So um, the podcast is called Culture Kingdom and Entrepreneurship. So I wanted to do this thing. Um, it's called the Think Test. So I'm just gonna um I want you to just I'm gonna say one word and it's and I want you to just tell me one word that when you when you hear this word what do you think of or what do you um uh what comes to mind okay so culture surrounding hmm kingdom Mm, okay. And entrepreneurship. Hustle. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay, and I'm just going to end with um the message of the week. So usually I have like some type of scripture or um I usually get like these different messages from my... um I have the Bible app on my phone that I kind of like went off on. Um, in my last episode about how great it is and how I love it and everything. So they usually give send you like these little messages. So the message that I have is um, it doesn't come with a scripture, but it's just like a plain message that um, I think will help people. And it is the message for the week is expect God to do great things in your life and pray boldly. And what kind of made me really set out with this is because when you said earlier about um, prayers and asking God, ex- exactly um, asking God for exactly what you want, I think you said that. Um, I agree because that's what that's what I've always said too. Like when we pray, sometimes we pray um, around what we really want, you know. Instead of saying God, um, increase my, you know, increase my financial situation. God release so-and-so from this addiction you know we pray around those things and i do believe that once we ask god for what we really want and um what we really need him to do in our lives we'll start seeing that so that's why you know i wanted to use this little message is to pray boldly you know because a lot of us don't do that okay so thank you for being a guest on the show like i really my first guest and um <laughs> I really like we went you know a very long time because you know everything was just flowing and you know it was natural and it wasn't forced and that's exactly what I wanted. So um I can't wait to share this and um I'm just grateful that you wanted to be a part of the show. Well, thank you, and I thank you for reaching out, for accepting me when I reached out to want to do this, um, because I do feel like I have a lot to offer, and I yeah. want to offer it, you know, and if you have any um, any entrepreneurs, I'm not going to limit it to authors, okay. um, that want to reach out to me, um, they can definitely go to my Facebook page. Oh, yeah, yeah, where can we follow you? I'm sorry, I forgot that question. Um, you can follow me on um, Instagram, it's, on my Instagram page is authors work hard too and 
everything we know. <laughs> and Antoinette Davis okay. um, on my Facebook page for It's a Pleasure okay. writing with you in mind. And so um, those are ways that you can follow me. And I would um, be more than happy to lend an ear or um, lend a hand to someone who, um, who needs some advice. Okay, and um, just really quick, um, what new projects do you have coming up? I think you did state, um, state your book earlier, but just state it again. Anything we can look forward to seeing from you? Um, I'm doing a book called um, The Way the Way I See It, and it's about um, bigotry, racism, prejudice, politics. Um, so it's, it's deep, very, very deep, and... Um, I just hope that it does inspire someone to choose love over hate. Mm. Powerful. That's, that's the basis of it. Right. That it's easy to to dislike or, you know, it takes a lot of energy to hate someone. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of energy not to like someone. Mm-hmm. But love should come natural. Right. Because love is God. Right. Love, love it. Love it. Choose love over hate. Okay, so make sure everyone goes out and looks for this book. And also, please subscribe um, and follow Miss Antoinette Davis. Okay, thank you. And I have some new poetry coming out, so just to throw that out there. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's it. You can say it. Where you hit, what is it? Um, I have some new poetry coming out. I'm going to do a book on um, black history poetry because black history is that's not limited to February. Um, it's just some inspirational, um, it's to give people of color inspiration because of what we hear and what we see. Um, sometimes, you know, people question, um, and it, comes, it came from my granddaughter who told me she didn't want to be black anymore. Mm. And it hurt me. Right. It hurt me to the core of my being. And so, um. It's because of her mm-hmm. I'm doing this poetry book because I want our our people of color to be proud right. to be black and not let the outside world think that you are a stain in this world but that you are valuable mm. royalty mm-hmm. so I'm doing a poetry book um, because, of, because of what she said to me love it love it Okay, once again, thank you, Miss Antoinette Davis, for being a guest on the show. Um, you can subscribe to um, Facebook, and you can, I mean, I'm sorry, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Culture Kingdom Podcast, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Hey, guys, and thanks for listening to the final part of our episode three with author Antoinette Davis. Um, Once again, if you would like to submit a message, um, you can do it on the Anchor platform and I can play it on the show. So here is one message that we received. Wonderful job, Tamara. You are a great interviewer. I really enjoy this. So proud of you.